1: Need advice? Want to know what a pro would say? Get all the answers you need from professionals in this Fox 4 podcast. Ask the Experts. Hi, I'm
0: Tana Guthrie with Fox 4's Ask the Experts. And today we're going to talk about estate planning with an expert, attorney Clayton Harper, who is with the KC Estate Planner. And when you were young, something very tragic happened to you that made you realize how important estate planning is. Do you mind sharing that story?
1: Yeah, yeah, I'd be happy to. Um, when I was uh, 20 years old, uh, I was a sophomore in college, and uh, my father unexpectedly passed away. And uh, we were not really prepared for for something like that. It, like I said, it was unexpected. Uh, we didn't really have much as a family growing up, so we didn't think estate planning was necessary right. for our family. Um, and and after he passed away, we realized how difficult and how challenging it is to go through that process, the probate process, trying to get uh, debts paid, um, tying up loose ends, making sure that, that that the family was taken care of, that my sister and I were taken care of, and, and that my mom was taken care of. And so we really, really experienced that challenge firsthand. And Ever since then, I have been fairly passionate about making sure that people don't have to experience that same thing.
0: You always hear about probate hell. I mean, it really is horrible.
1: <laughs> it's a nightmare. Yeah, it, it usually is. Let, let, let me try again. It's usually a nightmare. Right. Uh, it's very lengthy. Sometimes it can take six months up to two years. I've been in experiences where it's gone on for upwards of four years. Four um, years to settle in estate. state? Four years to settle in estate. And it, that particular case was a, a very large estate. Again, family didn't think they needed to do the planning right. and they got caught off guard. And the gentleman owned several businesses. Uh, so you have to go in and value the businesses. You have to run the businesses. You have to find somebody who can manage those businesses during that probate process. So it can be a very lengthy and, and costly process.
0: And with probate, it's very public, isn't it? So if you're a very private person and you don't want people to really know what you had,
1: the world knows, right? Everybody knows. It's all public record. Uh, You have to inventory every asset that that the person had before they passed away. And, And all of that, it becomes public record. Anybody can search that. Anybody can find out everything that you've touched essentially in your lifetime.
0: Okay. So you mentioned your family didn't have a whole lot, but I think a lot of people don't. They're not the Rockefellers, but yet they still need an estate plan.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. You know, I, I think it is a common misconception that, that estate planning is for the wealthy. Right. Uh, and that and that was certainly the case years and years and years ago when uh, federal exemption levels were very low. For example, in the early uh, late 1990s to early 2000s, the federal exemption was about $625,000 per individual, meaning that anything that you had over $625,000 was subject to estate tax. Well now those amounts are almost twelve million dollars a person twenty four million dollars a couple there aren't a whole lot of people right. in this world that are coming in with twenty four million dollars so you don't really have that estate tax planning strategy that we used to have traditionally in estate planning. but the things that you have to think about the things that you really need to look at are your family uh, if you have minor children uh, those things that those uh, uh, people have to be taken care of in in an estate plan if you have um, uh, if you have, uh, uh, um, I'm completely losing my train of thought. I'm yes. so sorry. So you have pets,
0: <laughs> and you want somebody to watch your pet. Yes, I mean so, seriously, something as simple as that. What happens to your dog or your cat?
1: Absolutely, and 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 there are certainly new vehicles over the past few years right. that have come into play like pet trusts you can set up separate oh, yeah. trusts to take care of your pet but again in that situation you have to name somebody to, to watch your pet you have to set aside money for that person to be able right. to take care of your pet um so so that's certainly something to consider
0: didn't doris day leave all of her money to her cats and dogs i know she's a big animal <laughs> lover, but haven't people done that
1: uh yes some people do and and Pet Which trust in particular. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> pet trust in particular. You know, right. you don't want to leave five million bucks to your pet uh, because typically in that situation, the uh, the person who's managing that money might be pocketing a little bit of it on the side, and you don't want to you don't want right. that to happen if if you're really trying to take care of your pets. Um, so you know, something else to consider.
0: What happens if you have no living relatives, or the ones you have you hate? Do you still need a, a trust?
1: Sure. Uh, you know, if um, well, let's look at it this way. If you don't have a trust, right. um, then there's a really good possibility that, that the laws of the state where you pass away are going to dictate where your stuff goes. Uh, and that very well could be a, a very, very distant relative that you didn't even know existed, ending up with everything you have. So even if you don't have any close family or... Uh, don't really want to leave it to anybody, then that's really a situation where you absolutely should be looking into doing a will or a trust to make sure whether it's a charitable uh, recipient who ends up getting that uh, property or or, or a friend. Um, Mm -hmm. You just want to really be sure where your stuff goes.
0: So what is the difference between a will and a trust? And do you need
1: both? Sure. Uh, In most cases, yes, I would recommend having both. A trust isn't always necessary. So let's talk about the differences real quick. A a will is a very basic uh, estate planning tool. Um, It basically determines where your property goes. If you have minor children, it'll uh, nominate a guardian for your minor children. And then it'll kind of take care of a a few other kind of odds and ends, loose loose ends that need to be tied up. So with a will that gets uh, admitted to probate and we already talked about the probate hell. So um, you know, that, that, that is what the will does though. That guarantees that you go to probate with a trust A trust is a little bit more robust uh, document. It allows you to uh, avoid probate entirely. Uh, So all of your assets, all of your personal affairs remain private and confidential between you and the people who are named in your trust. And it allows for a lot more flexibility. Uh, If we go back to the will really quickly, if something changes, and you have to redo a will, then you got to start back from scratch, essentially. Uh, And so that adds more time that adds more cost to it. With a trust, once you establish that trust, it exists for your lifetime. You can make changes to it all you want. Um, making changes to a trust are usually uh, fairly inexpensive and, and pretty reasonable to, to, to do. And so it just gives you a whole lot more flexibility um, in managing your estate, planning your estate, and allowing you to make changes if things come up.
0: Now, have you ever gotten together with a family where they want to read the will and you know somebody's going to be cut out? Are you ever there for that? Because I always want to be.
1: You know, I I wish I could have had that experience so far, but I have not had that happen in my office.
0: (laughs) Okay. So what happens if, say, you've got a parent who is becoming senile and there's a gold digger lurking? I'm thinking like Anna Nicole Smith. Sure. All right. All right. At that point, would you want your dad to sign an irrevocable trust, an irrevocable trust, so that way, if he totally loses his mind, the gold
1: digger's not gonna get the money? Sure, sure. Uh, There's a, a few differences between a revocable trust and an irrevocable trust. In in that case, um, and in a lot of situations, a revocable trust is usually appropriate. Um, when you have a revocable trust, again, you can name whoever you want in that in that document. So, if you want to disinherit your spouse, uh, to a certain extent, you can do that. You got to be pretty careful about how you right. do that, but it can be done. Uh, and and with any revocable trust, once the trust maker passes away, that trust does become irrevocable. Uh, usually, irrevocable trust planning. If so, if if someone is setting one up currently, while they're still alive, those are usually for more kind of specific cases. Um, for life insurance planning, for example, mm-hmm. is, is one good example for for using an irrevocable trust um, or charitable planning. Irrevocable trusts come in handy for charitable planning and things like that. Um, but really, a, a, a revocable trust really solves a lot of issues uh, with, with scrupulous family members. <laughs> <Okay>.
0: <laughs> now, what age should you get a trust or even think about estate planning? Sure.
1: You know, it, you're really never too young to start thinking about estate I mean, like planning.
0: 15, 16, or well, you're still under your parents' care, Yeah, no, you're care, still right? under your
1: parents' care at that point. But um, usually some, some kind of uh, landmarks to think about uh, for, for estate planning, um, getting married. Um, 21, being able to drink. That's probably has nothing to do with it. <laughs> that's still a little, yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, you, you have to have accumulated a little bit of okay. stuff, you know, before it really becomes. And a necessary. Lego collection wouldn't count. No, but there are some pretty impressive Lego collections I out know. there. I know my son has one. Well, yeah. I probably rivaled it when <laughs> I was a kid. Um, but no, usually, uh, usually late twenties in, into the mid thirties okay. is a great time to to really kind of start thinking about you know what happens if something happens to me. Um, and then, you know, there are some milestones along the way that, that you should kind of rethink about your estate plan. If, if you get divorced, uh, it's always an important time to, to reconsider your estate plan um, after a parent passes away. A lot of times mm-hmm. that's when people start thinking about their own mortality. Right. Um, and so that's when I get a lot of phone calls. Um, but but really, you know, it I, I think it's really important to start thinking about it. About the time you get married, to about the time you get that first really, you know, first job um, out of college. And, and, and it's really important to, to start thinking about it then.
0: Let's talk about cost versus value, because I think some people go, oh, I can't really afford an estate plan. But we talked earlier about probate mm-hmm. and probate can get pretty expensive, too. And you're forced into it if you don't have an it, estate plan.
1: You're, you're absolutely right. It, it can get very costly. I think I read something the other day that uh, that it's very easy for a probate to end up costing about 10 percent of, of, of an overall estate. So if you've got a million dollar estate, there goes one hundred thousand dollars just out the door. And an estate plan is much less expensive. A little bit less yeah. than that. A <laughs> little bit okay, less what than about
0: that. the online? You see online where uh, you can do your own will, do your own trust. What do you think about those?
1: Sure. You know, uh, I think those certainly have a place, but unfortunately, when it comes to these kinds of very complex, very, very uh, legal and tax-driven documents, one size does not fit all. Um, and when you go to some of those online services, I... I I realize that some of them now actually have licensed attorneys that are there and available to help, mm-hmm. but still really all they're doing is helping you fill out a form. Um, and, and, and estate planning is, is such a uh, unique process for everybody that comes through the door. It's just really hard to rely on a form that you pull off the internet, even if you're paying somebody like, uh, uh, you know, a, a legal services provider, right, right. Um, you know, you're still just getting a form.
0: Okay, so tell me about one of your most interesting cases, one of your most interesting <laughs> estate plans.
1: Um, well, really, I, I think the most interesting one uh, I alluded to earlier, um, and if I can go th- into a little more detail about that, yeah. I, I'd love to. So um, I got brought into a case. A gentleman owned several IHOPs around town. Okay. Owned about six or seven IHOPs. Not the House of
0: Prayer, but the pancake place. The pancake joint. Got okay.
1: Absolutely. Or the burger joint. I'm not sure what it is anymore. It's pancakes, I think. I think so. So... Um, and he had a very large family. Uh, he had no estate planning whatsoever, uh, passed away unexpectedly. And I got brought in by a business partner of his uh, to settle a dispute amongst the two of them. And so you've got this estate going on, uh, this probate estate going on that was worth about $8 million. And for an attest- intested estate, that is insane. (laughs) Now what's intested mean? Sure. Intested means you die without a will. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yep. So, um, so there was about $8 million in assets being ushered through, (laughs) through the, uh, through the probate court. And meanwhile, um, I'm trying to help my client, you know, settle an obligation between him and, and this deceased partner. And that case ended up uh, going on for almost four years. There were minor children involved. So guardians had to be appointed for the minor children. Um, the, uh, under intested laws, uh, minor children are entitled to half of, of a parent's estate, a, a surviving spouse is entitled to half and the minor children are entitled to half. that so doesn't now- leave much left
0: for the other guy, right?
1: No, that doesn't leave anything <laughs> yeah, for him. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know, that we found that out the hard way. Um, but, you know, now all of a sudden you've got minor children who are inheriting millions of dollars and they're, right. you know, 10, 11, 12, 13 years old. So then you have to set up conservatorships for them. And, you know, it just it, it really became a, a much bigger problem than anybody thought would happen.
0: So if he'd spent a little money on estate planning... Would have been avoided much better all of off. Because aren't you paying attorney fees when you're doing going through probate and all
1: that? Absolutely, absolutely. it so get pretty pricey, right? And so if you're, you know, if you're paying an attorney an hourly rate um, right. over four years, in addition to how the 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 law is going to tell you to distribute your property, you're also having to pay all those fees.
0: And you can also have to think lazy attorneys. I was involved in a case. It was in real estate, and uh, my client couldn't sell his mother's house, even Mm -hmm. though we had buyers for it. Because the probate attorney just kept dragging it out, and I finally went to the judge. I kind of had to circumvent the attorney, mm-hmm. but it went on for over a year. And in the meantime, my client was paying the mortgage payment, the taxes, insurance, all that. Yeah. He had no, and the mother had had money in her checking account, but he couldn't use it. The attorney wouldn't give it to him.
1: Yeah, yeah. That unfortunately, um, unfortunately, that is not uncommon between between overworked attorneys and and attorneys who, in some cases see the dollar sign at the end of the right, road right and and think that if if they can just make it last a little longer they can get a little more fee out of it which is really unfortunate and terribly unfair uh, but if that's a concern of yours that's something you can also avoid by planning ahead okay. Well, I think we're all going to do that.
0: I hope so. All right. If you all have questions, go to thekcep.com. Correct. Got a lot of information online? Absolutely. Okay. You Absolutely. can always talk to Clayton. Clayton Harper, thanks so much for coming hey, in. We appreciate thank it. Thank you so much. Well, let's do a shake. Let's do, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to do the fancy shake. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm no, not good this at is, those. Yes, I'm good. not good at those. Okay. <laughs> all right. For Ask the Experts, we'll see you next time.